Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. I have to say, I apologise. I realise we are recording a little bit later tonight, and it's my fault. On the way to the studio, I had to wrestle a bear. Um, I, I had to dodge all the women on the way into it as well. So uh, all that, of, of course, is completely truthful. Um, so where do you want to start today? Well, Dave... <laughs> We got what was probably the most dramatic, sickly, fucking fake exit I have ever, ever fucking seen on Love Island. Absolutely fucking bullshit from Ollie and the producers. Awful. <laughs> now, Dave, I know we're both chomping, so I'll let you go first. What did you think about that whole debacle? Because it was fucking awful. Well, the official line, of course, is that Ollie's suddenly realized, although we didn't see any hint of it at all, but he suddenly realized his ex-girlfriend he has mad feelings for and, you know, he just can't, he can't be truthful to everyone else. He's doing this very magnanimous, this very kind thing for everyone else. And he just has to go and explore these feelings with this ex-girlfriend. Um, and, you know, all the official shows and everything, they're all toeing the line. They're all saying, oh, yeah, isn't that wonderful? All the, girl, all the girls are cooing over it. She's, oh, that's really sweet. Go do it. Go do it, man. It's like the end of an 80s movie, isn't it? And all the, girl, all the guys are a bit gutted about it. But oh, I, I smell something a bit, Chris. <laughs> not, not what we smell yesterday, Dave. It fucking smells like bullshit to me. <laughs> I mean, come on, everything I've seen online, Dave, on Twitter, Facebook, everybody's saying the same, whether you're on the official Love Island, you know, Facebook page, Twitter, you know, once you tweet out, he's gone. You've got friends, I'm sure you're the same on your timeline and on Facebook saying it. And I'm like, did he actually think we are that fucking stupid? It's so ridiculous. And his body language he couldn't look anyone in the eye. He looked fuming. That the whole the way he delivered the line about this girl was utter bullshit. I'm thinking, which girl was it, Ollie? One of the eight or nine you cheated on your girlfriend with? <laughs> there, is, is, is it an exclusive club? And what made it worse, Dave? And I've said I like Mike, and it's not Mike's fault in some respects. Mike went, Oh my god, it's like I've lost a brother. In 48 hours, I've got. <laughs> Three fucking brothers and five sisters. And it takes a lot longer for me to call someone fucking brother. Fuck me. I was like, oh my God. I was like, you people, <laughs> fucking idiots, Dave, idiots. I, I mean, we come back to this thing though, don't we? That Because they're cooked up. They're sharing every minute of the day in each other's pockets. Time, they experience time a bit different in there. So... It, it does seem a bit odd. I mean, they are all accelerating those emotions and displaying things. I'm sure we'll get on to some of the other people as well. They're, they're all behaving, you know, in the outside world like you would several months or possibly even years down the line. So, yeah, I mean, I, you can't say anything too negative, I don't think, about the contestants and how they're reacting to this story. 
uh, that Ollie's given. Because if we haven't got the awareness of what's going on uh, in the real world, uh, you know, it, it seems on the face of it like a, a lovely, well-crafted story, doesn't it? You know, a good yeah. reason to not be in the villa anymore. Um, but I, I don't know. There is a 0.001% chance that, I, that that is true for me. Yeah, and, and the thing is, we're never going to know where this girl is because no media outlet's going to touch him with a fucking barge pole, are they? Unless we get the old, all he wants to say, his side of the story, the okay 10-page exclusive while he takes you around the tour of his fucking mansion. What a load of nonsense. Well, I, have you seen Sharif's tweet? The tweet of the evening, Dave. And <laughs> I've got to say, fucking so, so true. That lad got treated like shit. And all he did was give Molly May a bit of a fucking kick in the old camel toe, Dave. What is wrong with that? No, no I'm joking. I'm joking. There's a lot wrong with it, actually. But it was a, it was a mistake, you know? So I'm joking. I know. It was a, it was a, we, we never saw it. We just saw that he'd been booted and they never released any information, did they, for about 24 hours? And then the boot- on, the show, on the show, they just said, Sharif and the producers or something, as, as they've agreed by mutual consent that, that he's going to leave the villa. That was it. There was yeah. nothing. And so he's tweeted, hasn't he? If anyone out there hasn't seen it, that, you know, where was my story? And I, I don't like getting anywhere near politics, Chris, but you've essentially got a working class black lad uh, who's booted out the villa and uh, don't let don't let your house hit the door on the way out. You've got a privileged white blonde bloke and he's got this well crafted story that we all highly suspect that this is bullshit. And you know, I'm sure he's got uh, lots of people of influence. Um, you know, his family will know people uh, who can do these things and, and I just it it doesn't sit well with me. I have to say. No, no. And Dave, I believe one of our friends got involved on a tweet about this, didn't we? Because you know he likes to dance, Dave, don't you? So uh, what did our good friend Curtis say? Yeah, my old Curtis. So, I mean, he's come out. It's all right for us. We're nobodies. Are we not? <laughs> you share yeah. what we say? Apart <laughs> from us and our little community. So, But Curtis has actually come out and said he thinks that his family has had a word with the producers and asked them to, to drag him out of there and come up with this elaborate story so he can save face. I think you know, Curtis so, is fucking right, Dave. <laughs> I, I suspect he's a bit more in the know than we are. And I'm just surprised he's actually come out and said it. But, you know, it, it, Chris, if it looks like a duck, and quacks like a duck. It's a fucking <laughs> duck. <laughs> but Mike, you know my saying is bullshit from China, but I fucking love it when you say that line, Dave. <laughs> if it's there and everybody, and you use your intuition and your spidey senses, the story and narrative that the producers are doing to science, try and save face. And let's be honest, Dave, I mentioned this on the podcast yesterday, and you said the same. They're not just doing it for Ollie's benefit. They're doing it because they made a whole, holier-than-whole fuck-up on his background checks because somebody somewhere, unfortunately, some young kid has probably lost their job because they didn't check up on any social media or any pictures that may be on his social media. Or he's lied, but they still got hold of him. They need to be better, unfortunately, the vetting of these people. And, and they haven't just done it because of Ollie. They've done it to try and make sure people go, bit like that, innit? Oh, what's that in my left hand there? Oh, yeah. Um, 
Right, yeah. Uh, what's this? And you just basically put something, you're right, and you go, oh, I forgot all about that. I think they've tried thinking <laughs> that we just fucking completely forgot what we had in our, you know, a bit of a bad analogy, I know, but it is. It, you it, fucking that... lost me, to be honest. All right, Dave, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I was, th- you know, I was thinking, and this might add some context. Not a lot of people may have watched it, but Beverly Hills Cop, right? Some segue this, Dave. Beverly Hills oh, Cop, God. there's a Go bit on. in it where Axel Foley with Billy and uh, Bo. Um, Taggart, they go to a solicitor's office, a lawyer, and they need access to his computer. So they bullshit him and say he's got $200 worth of um, parking ticket or $1,000 worth of parking tickets. And the solicitor says, uh, is there anything I can do that those tickets in your left hand, is there anything I can put in your right hand? And I'll just, you'll, you'll just look at what's in your hand. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I forget. Yeah. And he basically acts off all. He says, yeah, $200. You know, it's that sort of uh, foreshadow where they sort of thinking that we're all that stupid to go, what was Ollie doing last week? Or oh, the few months ago, was he trophy on him? No, he's, he's going after his girlfriend. It's so ridiculous and premeditated at, Honestly, it was one of them things where I was fucking screaming at the telly thing, and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. And I'm going to say my line, Dave, and it's also bullshit from China, big time. I tell you what, Chris, if they actually swapped in Sharif for uh, Ollie there, we could do a whole trading places analogy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on, I'm sure, to the, to the new guys coming in as well. But you know what, Chris, I have to say, so we, we started off our, this podcast journey, didn't we? We started off in the UK, then we went to the US, then Australia. We're back in the UK again. And I have to say, things are hotting up a bit quicker than they did on the, the US and Australian shows. And I've seen, lots of people I've seen posting that, you know, the, the UK is, is better. And I, think, I always think that's quite a subjective term, isn't it? Better. Um, I just see it that I think we probably have a bigger collection of twats and so, you know, the, the uh, conflict starts a bit sooner than we've seen it on the other series. You know, everyone kind of got on quite well uh, everywhere else. But I think we're already seeing some pretty negative behaviours, aren't we? So m- moving away from Ollie, and I don't think we have to ever discuss him again, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he'll have a, a life of privilege and d- do whatever he does. But, and I have to say, I, I would like to talk a little bit about Naz. And uh, Sonny, Sharon, uh, Shanice, Johnice, whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk a little bit about them because, you know, uh, he, Naz was kind of, he's been friend zoned, hasn't he? And uh, he was getting egged on a little bit. He's like, you have to get yourself out of the friend zone. And um, I am not sure what I actually saw there, Chris. What, what did you make to Naz's uh, uh, attempts to getting out of the friend zone there first? A desperate man who may not have had a lot of girlfriends if that he's fucking part of Dave because <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't I don't like her at all. This uh, Shanice who she kicked off because he got got her name wrong and really was nasty with him. I, he didn't deserve that. He's a lovely lad by all uh, from what we've seen. Anyway, he seems like a really nice guy. Just I don't think he's got it there with the with the chat and stuff. You know, I just don't. Get what his angle is. He's 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 almost that little brother to everybody, isn't he? At the moment, he's a bit like a, a Kevin Hart type character where he, he, everyone just wants to come over and fucking pat him on his head or something. Because I think he's Anton. 
Well, yeah. Oh, Dave. Without the David Brent one-liners. Yeah, yeah. Well, nothing beats Anton, did he? But, but no, you're right. That sort of character. And, and I just think she's, she needs to go as well. She's not a nice person at all. And what I wasn't happy with with Nas was not at him, but the twin who got pied off by Mike then starts playing a, doing a play with Nas because he's not with anybody properly. Oh, he's with this Shanice and that, but she's going to fuck him off. And she's thinking long-term straight away of the, the recoupling to stay in the villa longer. And I'm just like, I'm not buying any of this fucking bullshit. She knows that he's going to lap this up. Any sort of uh, come on to him or a bit of a, a wink and a nod. And she's there. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy with that. Cause I think he's going to get manipulated. I think to be honest. He could do. And honestly, it was office levels of cringe when Naz was, was laying it on thick there. And, but I kind of felt sorry for him because I just saw myself in him. <laughs> you know, just like, I, I, it's not a natural game for me either, you know, to, to go off and, and lay on the chat thick and in an attempt to get out the friend zone. But when he kept saying sassy, oh, you're being sassy, when she's like looking like she's going to rip his throat out. I'm <laughs> just like, fucking back off. You cannot win this one. But he did say, you know, I'm not good at reading people. So again, he's got that self-awareness. Um, I, I don't think anyone in the villa has necessarily done himself any favors. I can't actually tell because we only see the edited bits. You know, has she been sending him mixed signals? But even if she was, you know, he's, he's not kind of... Um, he said he's not good at reading people. So, yeah, I, I don't think, as cringe as he was, I, I think she was particularly nasty to him. Uh, yeah. And that, that was really uncalled for. And, and, again, the whole thing with the name, it's Shawnee's. <laughs> you know, yeah, off. He needs you know, to just, calm down that girl. Yeah, it's just like, it, it's they currently are in that relationship. And, and she th she's got the upper hand here. She thinks he's interested, but she she's not interested at all. But he's just an irritating like little brother or something. And, and he's just fuck off. So everything he says just irritates her. And again, I think that says a lot more about her than it says about him. Yeah. And so, you know, at least I think it was unpleasant, but at least, you know, between the pair of them, at least Naz know, knows now there's nothing, <laughs> you know, don't invest any time. And in fact, if it was me, I wouldn't invest any time at all because you're a pretty unpleasant person that I wouldn't want to spend any time with. So never mind the romantic stuff. So yeah, I mean, and the twin, you know, it's a fucking game show, isn't it? So tactical couplings up. Yeah. Why, what's wrong with that? Yeah, true, true. Uh, now, Dave, I, I, uh, I can't really argue with that. Let's go on to someone who I have a personal dislike of. And this lad is doing himself absolutely no fucking favours. And now on Twitter, and I'm talking about Connor, a fantastic tweet was put out. And it was a lady on Twitter. I don't know her name, so forgive me. She's a listener. Uh, and it just simply had a box of red flags and it went, Sophie, how many of these buckets are you going to keep taking out of the box before you realise this guy's not right? Dave, he's an absolute... I mean, I put a tweet about Patrick Bateman, American Psycho. He's a fucking nut job. He, he absolutely gets completely triggered by nothing. I, I saw a few people, to be fair, sticking up for him going, she was out of order, putting her hands in the air going, yeah, 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 but maybe... what? 
I, I didn't think she was. I just thought she was just going along with the joke. But he went completely, absolutely went. And I was like, oh my God, you, you literally will be locking whoever you get with in a bedroom and not letting them out because he just does not like anybody saying anything against him. He's a very, very complex person. I hope, I hope whatever happens, he either has a bit of a, a come to Jesus moment or out of the house, something happens because you can't go through life acting like that. It's, it's absolutely terrible behavior in my, my eyes anyway. Yeah, I mean, you say he's a complex person. That's one way to describe him. I'd describe him as a fucking tool. Um, <laughs> that is another way. That's just my opinion. But yeah, I like that about the multiple flags. I mean, I tell you what, you know, fucking Sophie is, she's marriage material right there. Because, you know, she's fucking got the look. She looks great. You know, she's got a fantastic body. And, you know, she seems like she's fun. She's very fucking forgiving, it seems, you know, willing to look past imperfections. But, but I mean, we called it out on that very first episode, didn't we? Uh, you know, there was a whole thing about, you know, so he's had a threesome on the, on the first date or whatever, you know, and it's, it's one of those kind of humble brags, isn't it? Um, but then he, you know, so maybe a little bit of a red flag there, some may say. Um, but then, you know, he was like, oh, you're digging me out. You know, he's, he's being like, you know, some bickering old couple or something. You're digging me out already. You're digging me out. But a bit of another red flag there. There's, you know, he's can he slept with over 100 people. <laughs> Someone said, like, how do you have the time? Again, some may say a bit of a, a bit of a red flag there. But then, again, it's his reaction to it. And again, you know fuck's sake a massive immaturity but i think he's showing his insecurity there as well so you know a bunch of girls they're all sat together it's not like uh, you know connor and sophie were sat together and then they found out that some boys coming in it's just like yeah yeah fuck this brick you know <laughs> it's just just fucking banter you muppet so you know the way he was with her after that was really off and it's just like sophie come on fucking wake up Ditch the brick. Yeah, I agree. He just needs to go. I don't. Th I don't think he, whoever he gets with, he's not going to uh, react in any sort of positive way, as far as I can see, Dave. I just think he needs to take them gnashes and fuck off. To be honest, but um, yeah, it's, it's just like a spoiled kid, and he's like, I bet they've not got fucking teeth like this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you get caught in the middle of a forest and you've got no fucking torch. Are they going to help you out, are they? <laughs> Maybe he's not had enough apples or something, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But come on. I mean, uh, let's face it. I mean, uh, put it out there, right? I, I've been an equal prick in the past, I think. You know, uh, years and years ago when you, you, again, you're full of insecurity and you know, your girlfriend, someone takes a shine to her on the dance floor or something. But after three fucking days, not yeah. when you're on a, a show like Love Island. Yeah, you got to be on your best <laughs> behavior. They just, the, the, the mask has dropped on it, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, it just, again, though, I mean, in a show like Love Island, <laughs> you yeah, know, you've know, apparently know. just met this woman. And you, you're treating, I mean, that, that is, you know what, we were talking about there being red flags with Joe last season with Lucy. For me, what Connor's doing is a lot worse, a lot quicker. And yes. I could actually see some chemistry between Joe and Lucy in those early days, whereas I, I don't really see it between these two. They say there is it, but, you know, it's like when we said with the other seasons, so you have to kind of see it for yourself, don't you? Make your own mind up whether it's there or not. 
Yeah, exactly. No, I, I'm with you. I don't see anything at all. I don't see it, to be honest, I don't see anything other than Mike and Leanne with any of the other couples, Dave. I just think they're the only ones where there's something where he's actually going out on a limb and, and he's put himself out there and she's, you know, reciprocating it. Everyone else, I don't think there's anything. I think like you said, it's a game, it's a TV show. People are just basically political moves at the moment. It's like a game of chess. Um, we'll see. I mean, obviously, we'll see. There's two new guys going in. That's going to spice things up, which is always nice, just to give it a bit of sun. But I do agree with what you said earlier, Dave. It's fucking hotting up, and that's just how I like Love Island. But I really <laughs> wish for a punch-up at some point, please. So <coughs> we'll see I, as I that goes on. Con- I reckon Connor might be right in there. Yeah, it depends, you know, does he just like to to be a prick to women or, you know, does he actually, uh, will he actually stand up to the blokes as well? I I don't know. We haven't seen that side to him. No, no. I mean, like I said, don't let anyone hurt, but at least give us a bit of drama and it's building up nicely, Dave. (laughs) At least get the bouncers in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, give us something. (laughs) So guys, if you want to get in contact with the show, at Love Island Cast on Twitter, if you want to email a show, and in fact, we have had another email at Love Island Cast. No, it's not. We have had another email, loveislandcast at gmail.com from our good friend, Karen. Hi, guys. Dropping in to say hello because here we go again. I'm watching Love Island and listening to your podcast. And she's putting brackets, best part. Due to work commitments, I'm always a day behind. Not grabbing me at the moment, and I don't even know most of the names. Every one of them seems to be behaving like they've been in there three weeks, not three days. So territorial, resting. <laughs> oh, sorry. So territorial. And then she's a little bit of a rundown of the ones she knows. Resting bitch face girl. Hope she goes soon. I think that's uh, Shauna Dave. The Scottish girl, pouting in tantrums already after a guy she wasn't even that keen on and hadn't known for approximately 48 hours. Sophie's lovely, but that voice, I can barely understand her. Mike, the policeman, a bit too smooth. Anyway, no doubt I'll be ready to have another bit soon once I get into it. That's uh, from our good friend, Karen, Dave. So uh, thanks again, Karen. And as Karen has done and Agnes did earlier in the week, please get your emails and uh, messages over to us and we'll read them out for you. And if you just want to rant about the show and you don't want them reading out, just put that in the uh, message to us. So Dave, another, another great episode. Have you got anything today or is it simply, we'll see you next time? Well, I'd just like to say because you know i have a quick look on itunes see how we're doing there and i was, I was looking at the ratings because we always put out the request there if you want to support the podcast in a nice free way if you could head over to apple podcasts and and just drop us a five-star review write whatever you want write who you want to win write actual thoughts about the show whatever you want but if you could do that that would be lovely and i was just having a look at the official podcast and they've got, at the minute, they've got 38,000 Apple Podcast reviews just in the UK store. And we've got 31. That's not bad, Dave. Only got 7,000 to go. No, no, not 31,000. <laughs> just 31. <laughs> but Dave, he's fucking No, no, no they're out of <laughs> they're advertising on the TV and everything on the radio. So, you know, we're just this poxy little podcast. So I, it would be great if we could get, get some more <laughs> and we'll get the bastards yet. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a fucking miracle if we do, Dave. Yeah, but let's be honest. Do you want Kem, who is an ex-contestant? Do you want Kem, the, the, uh, the Scottish girl who he presents with? I've never even listened to. I know you have. I haven't. 
do you want them vanillaing it up saying, oh, Ollie, oh, it's fantastic. What a great guy. Oh, my God. Wait till his girlfriend gets him. It's going to be like something out of fucking dirty dancing or something. It's like, <laughs> oh, would you want me and you on there talking utter shit but calling them out for the truth, Dave? Because I know which podcast I'd be listening to. It's like, yeah. you know what it's like as a wrestling fan for years? It's like listening to a WWE program and they run with the storyline and they keep the storyline going. You're like, Undertaker's not been seen for six months. He's been buried alive. And then you get the real one and the guy goes, well, he was in Texas last week training in a gym. You know, it's, <laughs> that's what we are. We are the ones who are telling the truth. We're not running with the storyline. So for me, if you can, as Dave said, that's fantastic. Obviously, I thought it was 31,000, Dave, because we are that popular. <laughs> um, <laughs> get your reviews on there, guys, and get us to catch up to those bastards. So uh, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Chris's uh, comment there is not part of the show. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I, the official podcast is good. You know, they get guests on and there and stuff. It's just they have to toe the company line. So whereas we don't, well, we don't care. So yeah, you know, if you could get on there, rate us, uh, share us. You know, get get your friends, uh, nab someone else's phone if they've left it unlocked. <laughs> Subscribe and rate us on that one as well. That yeah. would be lovely. Right, we'll see you next time. Bye now.